Hey guys, thanks for joining me here for episode two of the Sun for Soul podcast. So today's episode will focus on a brief introduction to what really constitutes traditional Chinese medicine. And more importantly, I want to talk about why I think we need to reset our definition of health and what it means to be healthy versus not sick. And how this is really important when we begin to understand and approach traditional Chinese medicinal topics. So let's start with what Chinese medicine isn't. It is not a type of over-the-counter chemical drug that's being manufactured in China and then sold around the world. So while the name may suggest that it is a China-made medicine, this is not actually what it means. Traditional Chinese medicine, or otherwise known as TCM, is an umbrella of many different practices that support the teachings of TCM. And this might include acupuncture, acupressure, herbal medicine, tai chi, and medicinal food therapy, which is definitely one of my favorites. And it dates back to more than 3,500 years ago and is rooted in the ancient philosophy of Taoism. So this ancient philosophy was written based on the writings of a Chinese sage named Lao Tzu, who created this scripture titled Tao Te Ching, or Book of the Way, and this dates all the way back to 500 BC. And he wrote this book to serve as a reminder to everyone at the time to live peacefully and harmoniously and live in the flow of the Tao. And so today, we can also use this as a reminder that our actions not only affect ourselves and our bodies, but affect our environment and the people around us. So similarly, the Taoism view sees each human being as a mini microcosm of the larger cosmos. So based on this, we can come to really appreciate our own unique chronobiological patterns. So the ancient Chinese also believed that the cycles of nature and seasonal development attribute to a deep connection that affects our chronobiology. And this belief is rooted in the teachings of the five elements of traditional Chinese medicine. So the five indispensable materials needed for life on earth include wood, fire, earth, metal, and water. And this theory is then used in TCM to classify the human body, its physical structures, and also serves to illustrate the functions of the five zhang organs. So when we begin to look at our body as a connected sphere, and all these different pieces are connected, just as we see them in nature, we can really begin to understand how to take a more holistic and seasonal approach to achieving balance within the body. And so if anyone's interested in joining a really fun live interactive class that I will be hosting on the five elements and how to balance your body, please head to the Sun for Soul website and check out the course that's going to launch uh, June 15th. So the more common forms of TCM you might 
have heard of in your local community is probably acupuncture and herbal medicine, or sometimes only one. So what is acupuncture and how is it used? Acupuncture is using needles to help unblock certain pools of energy that are possibly clogged or stagnated in these 300 plus acupuncture points along the body. And so these points are then stimulated to encourage circulation of qi and blood. And for those of you who don't know, qi is the body's vital life source. And this is a very important concept we'll dive into later episodes. So a little bit of a history lesson here. Um, Way back when, acupuncture was actually done every single day and it helped manage all of this blocked or stagnant qi. And of course, now in our modern ways of life, this is basically impossible. So in order to sustain the healing effects of your acupuncture treatment today, traditional herbal blends are prescribed by your acupuncturist. And these herbal blends help continue this targeted healing. And these formulations are designed specifically for you using clinically approved medicinal herbs that have been studied for thousands of years. So there's a lot that goes behind what herbs can combine and what is best for your body. So I definitely don't recommend looking up your conditions and ordering herbs off of the interwebs because this can lead to a lot of possible uh, side effects or, you know, contraindications that you don't know about. So if you have any specific questions, definitely head to our website and send us an email and we're happy to answer any questions you have. So let's pivot into our modern understanding of health. Let me ask you, what does health mean to you? What does it mean to be healthy in your view? So maybe this means you are managing your weight or you're losing a couple of pounds and you're hitting your health goals. Maybe this means you're eating organic and local only or you're cooking at home all the time. Also, maybe you think being healthy means being a vegan or working out six times a week, and hopefully you don't have any long-term health diseases. So I would definitely agree that if you identify with most of these types of things as being healthy, you're probably considered as someone that has good health. But I would like to bring your attention to a set of less extreme conditions that you might experience on a daily basis but aren't big enough to impact your ability to go about your everyday. So while seemingly less important, these kinds of little minor conditions or signs that your body is sending you are actually really critical in assessing your overall health from the TCM point of view. So now let's take the Chinese medicine approach of defining health and well-being. When conducting a diagnosis, Your Chinese medicine practitioner may ask you questions like, do you wake up with a headache? Do you feel foggy brained? Do you often feel dry mouth or do you sweat a lot? How about any lower chronic back pain? Do you suffer from cold hands and feet? Is your menstruation regular? How about cold sores? Do you get those a lot in your mouth or maybe outside of your mouth? And what's your bowel movement like? 
We ask these questions because saying yes to any of the above will provide some indication that you have an imbalance in the body. And so in Western medicine, I can't think of a time I was ever asked about these symptoms. And by the time you're experiencing something like daily headaches, for example, you're already going to your uh, GP for probably a quick fix. So yes, they might give you aspirin or paracetamol, And it'll fix the headache, but are you really meant to take that for the rest of your life? I mean, the way Western medicine responds to these symptoms and the way they quote-unquote help alleviate these symptoms literally just means that, alleviating symptoms. So not only does this alleviation method cause our bodies more harm because we're consistently pumping chemicals to deal with the pain relief, but now we're likely going to experience a larger health situation later on because we've been ignoring these smaller signals. So so my first challenge to you is to start to listen to your body this week and notice if you're receiving signals that you might have ignored for a while. So Maybe this is a queasy stomach or a foggy morning brain, but you don't notice it anymore because you had a cup of coffee and it goes away, but you still did wake up with that foggy brain. So take a week this week to just jot down any of these seemingly smaller conditions that you usually set aside, but now you've wrote them down and you're noticing them. And feel free to drop us an email if you have any questions or concerns about what you're picking up. And I'll tell you why this activity is so important. I have been fortunate enough to grow up in a household that has trained me to be highly aware and sensitive to any of these little complaints my body is producing. And so by paying attention to these patterns, I know that I've got something going on and my body might be out of balance and that's why I don't feel great. And I'm not sick, but I don't feel the best. And I know that if I rebalance with Chinese medicine, I know that I will feel so much better all the time. And I'm taking this medicine even though I'm not sick. So this is why we need to rethink our approach to medicine and health. Chinese medicine is not something that you take when you're only sick, but it's also something that you take when you're trying to rebalance or in times of preventative health. And in the times of preventative health, this is usually responding to a really small signal that has developed into a pattern that now your body is sending you continuously. So how does this understanding begin to change our approach towards preventative health? By paying attention and listening to these little signals, we can notice the pattern and the imbalance. And if we consistently take this approach, we can be the ones that control disease progression in our own bodies. 
which is a way more sustainable and holistic way to natural healing and just preserving our overall well-being. So how do I practice preventative health, especially in the wintertime? I'll give a quick example of how I expel the cold from my body. And so just an FYI, in Chinese medicine, you can definitely catch a cold, even though for years I've seen articles from medical forums that teach people that you can't actually catch a cold and this cold doesn't make you sick. So catching cold doesn't really mean anything. But in TCM, that's not true. So let's imagine um, I'm cycling home in Amsterdam and it's raining and the wind picks up. And this probably has already happened because sometimes you never know what the rain in Amsterdam. So I arrive home cold, drenched, and I immediately change my clothes. But right after, I also make a really dense ginger tea. So I take about three centimeters or 1.5 inches of fresh ginger and I slice it up into thin slivers. Then I cover this with about half a pot of water and I cook it down until it's a really dense yellow ginger liquid. And then I take this immediately. So I drink it with a spoon of honey. And why do I do this immediately? Why do I do this as soon as I get home? Because I know that this is a critical moment when I can still expel the cold I absorbed from my body with a type of herb. But if I wait until the next day, it will have seeped deeper into my body and then it will be too late to try to get rid of it as quickly and as easily as I just did with this dense ginger tea. So this is a really simple example of preventative health but I hope you can see how this can be applied in so many ways of preventing disease progression in our daily lives. And if we just know how to deal with a symptom before it comes, or even listen to a symptom when it's small, before it becomes a larger, more difficult health issue, we can really be in charge of our overall well-beings. So that brings a wrap to this week's episode. Next week, we're going to bring Dr. Sun on the podcast. Super excited to hear him talk about how the traditional Chinese medicine community has classified the coronavirus um, and how they've responded to it and why certain body types have more susceptibility to the virus. And then we'll also share a few tips on how to manage any potential signs of the virus and how you can just boost your overall immunity. Thanks for joining and can't wait to see you guys next week.